Hello, it's Vicky Vox. You're about to hear an episode of Balls Deep with Vicky Vox, our show's bonus series on Stitcher Premium. We're releasing this premium episode for free so you can get a feel for the series and to say thanks for listening to our show. If you want to listen to the rest of Balls Deep with Vicky Vox episodes, you can sign up for a free month trial of Stitcher Premium at stitcherpremium.com with the code Vicky. Enjoy the show! This is Vicky Vox, and you are joining us for a little premiere content show moment. Balls deep. (laughs) So let's get balls deep. How about that? On On this little show here. We have the one, the formidable, the only, Landon Sider. Yeah, we're going to temporarily call this one Ovaries Deep. Ovaries Deep! Yeah. Well, you know, actually, this... <laughs> look. Okay, so I watched this show called The Magicians. Okay. And there's a character on there. Yes, they do that. They do the tutting with their fingers <laughs> yes, for magic. Yes, it's so crazy. I, I love it. I love so, so cool. much about the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a one character who... Margot. And she is the empowered woman. Mm. She She gives a fuck, but she like doesn't and she goes she tells them ovary up like, yes instead of man up yes ovary up i see that i see Look, stuff like that too yeah if a man had to give birth that would be hilarious first of all <laughs> second they ain't gonna do it mm-hmm. they're gonna moan and need help and complain i've been a sick man <laughs> <laughs> I need to be taken care of. Yeah. When women, not only do you bleed every month, but your body <laughs> goes through a metamorphosis mm-hmm. regularly of like chemical changes, muscle changes. You all go through some pain that men never know. True. So, you know, I don't know that man up is really it. Right. Because what, what you going to do? Oh. Let's be I a have, woman and give birth in a bathtub. I chose this hat to wear, but I have another hat that is, says woman up. Woman up. Woman up. Woman up. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm here for it mm-hmm. because uh, the uh, the pussy, the, mm-hmm. the vaginas with the vulva, everything down there is uh-huh. very indestructible. Oh yes, and like it, Betty White say something about that. that um, balls are sensitive, a, but ovaries yes! eating or something. Yeah, I can't specifically. I don't know that, but but the same thing. Similar, yeah. Like what I really want to say is that women have the capacity for a very high pain threshold. Ah uh, yes, and men do not. <laughs> <laughs> Men pass out so fast. I remember my dad, he dropped the car on his thumb Ooh. and was down for the count. Oh. And my mom, I have seen go, she lost, she gave her brother a kidney and was feeding us at 6 a.m. Wow. Like a week later. I'm like, how, mm-hmm. like the strength of women blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And in our industry, it's hysterical. We were talking about this on our episode yeah. of um, doing great, that <laughs> it's not necessarily equal. No. And that women are seen as like the weaker sex, and I don't understand this. Yeah, I, I don't understand I mean, this. Unfortunate society's rules is just—it's a microcosm of what we live in, really. Yeah, but I can't. I know. I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Earth has a gender? I know that's a wild question, but I just thought about it because they say Mother Earth and Father God, and I like—I get it. But I've, like, do you? What do you think? I've never thought about that before, but I do feel much more um, feminine. Like that, the 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 divine feminine comes within the earth more than like no gender. I feel more of a divine femininity from yeah the earth and how it 
cares and gives us and keeps giving no matter what. Like you, we're fucking destroying it. it and it's still giving us what we, it's, give, it's giving us every last bit of itself before we kill it off completely. And I yeah. think that's much more of a divine femininity than, than a masculinity. I think so too, because yeah. it really does have the, the give and the take, the ebb and the flow. Mm-hmm. And I have always despised that father God is always a masculine t- male figure. Too. I've always rolled my eyes. I mean, I, I have um, a problem with people putting any, like, you know how like with animals, we, like animals have personalities, I believe, but mm-hmm. it's a personality that we are placing on them as our perspective. Right, totally. <laughs> like you conversations, know? you're like, someone talks in, for the voice in your dog, you're like, that's, I do not, it how all they, the time. that's not how they talk. Right. <laughs> Right, Right. so like for us to say like God made us in his image is like what people say. Right. But like, no, 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 not in his reflection. Mm -hmm. He made us in his image. Like he created this idea of us and the idea is us. Yeah. Like the picture in the the mind. In the mind, yeah. Not his image. He did not make us in his reflection. God is not a person. Right, yeah. (laughs) God is, does not look like us. Mm-hmm. He made us. Right. If you want to say he. Exactly. What do you believe? Uh, the power of the universe and energy and and uh, manifesting Ooh, and energy is consistent and always around. And I feel like this is just another form of energy that was formed from. And vibration. Vibration. And, yeah. And, yeah. It's just how we view it. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love talking to you. <laughs> Because not everybody believes this. I know. I had, yeah. a friend, I had a friend in high school who, it was wild to me because she was one of the most intelligent beings I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And she really thought that, like, when you die, you die. And I just remember, like, being flabbergasted. That, like, what? And, like, hard and never willing to like think Like, you no longer exist yeah. and that, like, you just decompose mm-hmm. and then the earth absorbs the nutrients and boom. Right. Which— Valid. Also, also a part of it. <laughs> but my thing is, that's, that's the, one aspect. That's a material part of it. Right. Yeah, that's not the, the everything else that was involved in there. Right. Yeah. Now, okay, so let's get back to the drag stuff, because I really, the fact that you are a drag king and I am the drag queens. Uh-huh. So I was talking to Meatball. And, Love Meatball. Right. It's stupid hilarious. First of all, their name's Meatball. Yeah. Second, we were talking about, like, you know how I like to wear my house shoes? Mm-hmm. And Meatball feels like putting on the heels helps feed the fantasy, right? Okay. So, like, when you put on the heels, you really feel yourself. You, you, then you can give it. Now, for me, like, sometimes it's like putting the lipstick on or, like, a lash moment. Or you finally, like, I check my tits in the mirror and I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, what makes you really feel like your most king self? Uh, definitely when I'm completely fully dressed in every detail and everything's been adjusted into the right area, that's when I'm like... <laughs> what you mean everything's the, the, been adjusted? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my dick on Amazon, so sometimes like I bought the cheap one. Yes! <laughs> now I'm going to take off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what's the worst part? Because I don't do... I do drag, but our drag is very different. Our drag oh, yeah. is very different. Uh-huh. And not just because it's queen and queen, just our no. approach to it in general. Is yeah, different. just yeah. like the way that we think and create yeah. and move through space is different. And and just as much <laughs> as like you 
like are very kind and praise me the compliments and stuff at my like my, my approach like I fucking die for your drag and I like you are back we're backstage sometimes and it's like I fucking hate you so much for getting away with this bullshit and I love you just as much <laughs> we all have our tricks I fucking love it <laughs> for me the best words part is like my titty situation okay because it's so uncomfortable Mm. But it looks great. Yeah. And I love them. Mm-hmm. I love titties. Not T-I-T-T-Y. T-I-D-D-I-E-S. Titties. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love them and hate them. Do you have a part that you like love and hate? <sighs> titties. Um, Dang. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm double Ds. Almost triple. True. I just kind of flow out of my, my double D and I have to tape them back under my arm. You do have lovely jubblies. Every single time. Yeah, you've seen them. Um yeah, tape them back under my armpits and then put on binders, like two other Wait, binders. explain to people, they go home. See, you know how like I always say when women lay down, when women lay down on their back mm-hmm. and they have natural breasts, they go home to the side. Yes, that's just <laughs> they gravity. They go home. Yes. It's gravity. Right, because yeah. where else are they going to go? Right. And it's like underneath the armpit. Uh-huh. So you tape them there. I like do way more than just the way they fall naturally. Yeah, I actually like squish the you muscle send them down. Home. <laughs> I have like reconstructed my muscle like oh, I've fibers seen in my breast at this point. Does where, it like, hurt? Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. It's it's um I've gotten used to the the placement of the muscle where like I everyone says once mm. you stop breathing you know you're in drag. Like this and, is true right, if, for either king or queen. Like once yes. you can't breathe you know you're in drag. But um, it's also why we all drink. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, I tape them, but I get like a roll of duct tape, uh, like extra wide, like two and a half, yes. three inch wide duct tape. And I take about 20 strips of them, like foot long strips. And I just take a strip and bind it back and bind it up and bind it back. I'm and very it aware back. of the sound. I heard yeah. it ripping. The ripping. Whoosh. It just goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks um, so good. And then, yeah. And then once you put all the binders on and everything else, it, and then, yeah, it, it's that painful moment, mm. um, but it's what... Uh, gives me a more masculine V-shape. So then I feel like the more masculine I look at my body and the way it's shaped, um, the more I can fuck with the gender and then wear like Mm. feminine-styled outfits. That makes sense. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I try to hide my hips and I build up my my breasts going to my armpits, but then it gives me that big shoulder, big peck, uh, broad-backed look. And then it's just kind of... That allows me to play with the gender like fluidity more. That's why I like being squishy, to be very honest. Yeah. I, I like being a big person because you I can move my shit around. Mm-hmm. Where some skinny people, a little fit, you might be a little fitter than I am. Yeah. You don't have a lot to work with. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They got to like, like us, what is it? Strap on like five pairs of Africa yeah. on each hip just to like. I mean, I use duct tape too, but to hold my ass up. Uh huh. So it don't fall down and it gives me a little itty bitty weight. Yeah. Although I can't eat and drag. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's so uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And there's no way I'm going to the bathroom anytime soon. Oh, man, bathroom breaks are the hardest. I have I'm, like five layers on. I'm, so many layers. To, to get to a hole that's like not, to, that, that has access to my so hole. Wild. To get to, <laughs> to, get to a, a hole. hole that has access to my hole is like, ooh, it takes like 20 minutes of like deconstructing myself. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, so I drink I'm, shots. Right. Same. <laughs> less fluid. Same. Know? I get fucked up and less fluid. Yeah. And I would really like to thank all the abusive teachers in high school and elementary school and middle school that would not let me go to the bathroom when I asked uh, to go to the bathroom oh, because now I don't have a problem not going to pee for eight hours. Oh, no. <laughs> 
don't. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's also how I got kidney stones. That's, but that's also, okay. Okay, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, on Alaska's episode, because she did come on to doing great, uh-huh. she was playing um, in Golden Girls with her, Jackie Beat, and all of them. Yeah. She was actually playing a man. Yep. But like, as Alaska, <laughs> yeah. playing a man. So I she know. was a drag queen being a drag king. Yeah. Which is complicated. And she said that she asked you for advice. What advice did you give this hoe? Um, the but mostly makeup advice. Okay. And um, I think I probably said something about stiff wrists. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's the same kind of um, advice that I give. I, I gave James St. James to uh, my transformation episode with him. Yes. The very first one I did, I turned him into a lumberjack, and so it was like that. I saw this. The uh, the funny like trying to give James St. James like masculine like. I tips. mean, he is okay. Look, this is He's I don't very mean this offensively. Fluid, but sometimes and, yeah. He, Sometimes we fit stereotypes. You I do. know that I do. Yes. And James St. James is his own stereotype. Very much. Like, this person is wild. And if you don't know who James St. James is, <laughs> I suggest you do some research and watch, what was it? Party Monster. Yeah. That's James St. James. Uh-huh. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and to have him, I mean, like, he doesn't have to talk, hopefully. Because that lisp will come out. Oh, yeah. And I feel like sometimes that's a giveaway. I have a lisp that I hide. Really? Yeah, when I get really tired, because I have a fat tongue, when I get really tired, it starts to do this. Oh, yeah. I have a, <laughs> so a, a list that I have, too, but that's from, like, surgeries and stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah. I'm about talking. I'm like... <laughs> right. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. I don't know that I... Okay, so back when I was auditioning for stuff back in the day, mm-hmm. before I ever did drag, they would basically ask you to butch it up. Yeah. And Well, they I just had a little too much sugar in my tank. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there was no butching it up for me. Yeah. What? I know. But there are, which is also where the whole trade thing came from. The reason people were called trade in one aspect, other than the ballroom scene, mm-hmm. was because as a dancer, you were trade if you could pass as like butch or masculine right. as a male. So you were crazy. trade. Yeah. Because in the trade, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. you got work. Yeah. If you was a sissy, <laughs> that could control your swish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I like when there's a little giggle in the wiggle yeah I think it's more fun it is more fun I really like those big the big old bears the old muscle bears they, yes. they walk around and they, they dance in the Britney and shit I love like it. I love it yeah y'all don't make no sense but I, I love it I love it too like do you know Philip Dominguez in Long yes. Beach oh I love we how, love her <laughs> we love her we love her uh, this big Bunch, total, like, a presenting big buff, like, yeah, and then so swish right there. You know, having this conversation, I just realized I keep talking about my whole gay world. When there's so much more to the LGBTQIA and everybody else community Mm -hmm. that, like, we really aren't all represented everywhere. Right. And, like, it's that's kind of a terrible thing. Yeah, it really is. I do think, personally, in my own perspective, viewpoint, is that there does need to be space for everyone to have their own space. Mm-hmm. And then there needs to be space for everyone to be inclusive. Yes. I'm not saying those are the same spaces. Correct. Yes. And right. I'm not saying that we should <clears throat> exclude anyone. Right. Just like um, the story I told on You're Doing Great yes. about being in Paris and going to a, a bar that didn't allow us in. Absolutely. The next bar we went to allowed us in, but they also had a side room that we weren't allowed to go in. So they were still being inclusive in the generic There's a big way to do area, it. but they also had a side room that we weren't allowed in. So you were right. still giving that space to the men who want to do their thing and not have women see them do their nasty things that men <laughs> do in the privacy of themselves. Well, but I, also, I, that's also a terrible toxic culture. It in is itself. because women want to get kinky too. 
you? Like, and, and all these different identities. Like, what? What's what's the? the Who's rule? to say what a woman is Who, anymore? To exactly, be very honest, yeah. But anyway, I mean, at least it was like a, an inclusive space and a separate space. Like, yes, right. So I, I feel like there's a way to do it, and mm-hmm. I because uh, I hate when anybody feels excluded deliberately. Right. You know, uh-huh. when somebody is making the choice to say, nope, not you, right. but you're cool. Uh-huh. I have a problem with that Yeah, because it's happened to me. And I, I have noticed when I've done it and I didn't like the consequences, Yeah, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I didn't like making somebody feel like that. Right. Like the same thing. For who they are. Are you kidding me? I know. I spent so much time fighting for who I am. How dare I right. stop anybody else from living their best life? Exactly. Mistakes, but as long as we learn and grow from them. so. But not everybody knows it's a mistake. I think that's the problem. I know, but you did. And so you're going from them. <laughs> you you know exactly how to treat me. You turned it right around and made it about me, bitch. Yes! yes. You don't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a pure pleasure. How long does this have to be? Do we need to talk about some other stuff? No. You want to cuss anybody out? <laughs> Maybe ask Landon. You know, I actually was thinking this. I don't know how you started to drag. I know how I started drag. I tell this story often that it was an accident and then I couldn't stop working. Oh, that's a good story. Well, it's quick and to the point, too. Mine's well, a lot longer that than was, that. <laughs> that was the <laughs> fastest version I've ever told of it. <laughs> it, was, it was because they canceled on some people and they needed somebody to fill in. And they yeah. asked, can you do this or drag? And I said, yes, because I yeah. didn't want to lose the $50. Right, yeah. Gotcha. Because I was eating frozen yeah. tacos and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. You know, mm, delicious. Bean and cheese burrito. Tia burritos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three for a dollar. So how did it happen for you? Well, I always grew up acting and performing and like mm. and, and painting. And then um, uh, I got sick. Um, and I was hadn't been doing it for a long time because I just got tired of like traditional theater. Yes. And so I got sick and um, was down and out for a hot minute. And I just wanted to get back to the things that I loved because I knew that once I got better, I was going to have a whole life to live. And right. what was going to do with this life that I was being like blessed to continue to continue. Right. Um, and so I wanted to get back on stage. But I had been going to the drag clubs like weekly for a couple of years in the, my, my recent history of that moment. And figured that's kind of cool. Like that's a blend of everything that I love. And it's, you're breaking the fourth wall and it's, it's very cabaret and very in your that. face and, and your own take on, it could be political and you can take, you know, current events. And it was just really an interesting way on theater and musical theater. So I just started to play around and reached out to Jules and um, she out said, here there's in Long like, Beach. Yeah. Yes. and she said, we have an open talent night. Their first Tuesday at the time, it was on Tuesdays of the month. So, mm-hmm. I signed up. I remember this actually. Yeah, I signed up a couple months later and Landon made his debut. And my name came from everything online I looked up had to be like a a play on words or a sexual. One of my favorites that I was going to do was Cindy Whopper. What were yours? I love that. See, and I don't remember (laughs) any other ones. You don't? I know, and I I have a whole list of names. I kept the list. That's why I remember. I wish I had. No, (laughs) I had a whole list of names and it were like stupid, silly things. Um, but Land Inside Her stuck and it was I mean it's a good one Land Inside Her but then it kind of I grew from that um, I remember when I first figured out that it was actually nasty it sometimes takes your people years like they've known me for years I was hosting and it might have been like two or three years into our Uh friendship and I went this bitch (laughs) I have worked with people for 10 years and they barely got it like last year so yeah it's because it's it's wild because when you separate it Land Mm -hmm. Inside Her yeah cool but when you say Land Inside Her oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I thought it was like what I had to do and it had to be something sexual. And then um, I realized that my my character was, I quickly realized that my character was pansexual and not only out for ladies because I enjoyed fleeting, uh, per, uh, performing Actually, to the guys yes. and flirting with the men and, and to the gay men. And I liked being gay on stage. And it's way so more fun. It's way more fun than for me as a performer. And because um, I live as a lesbian all day long, I didn't want to like always only live as a lesbian on stage. Like, let me like flirt with oh, yeah, opening huh. up different characters and things. So. I, um, I'm very the same, actually, on stage. Yeah. I make out with anybody. <laughs> Definitely flirt with everybody. <laughs> oh, no, I will. <laughs> you will make out with them. I'll yes. do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, you will. But so um, what, what I'm actually hearing you say is uh-huh. that you were going through it, and when you decided that life was going to get better, mm-hmm. you found a venue to find your voice. Yeah. Yeah. And how to make it better. Yeah. You decided, oh, this is going to get better. And I ended up finding my passion because yeah. I never thought about performing That's drag. wild. Yeah, and it just kind of came up. I was painting a lot. and Now, tra- nobody's you know? saying that it was an easy journey Ooh, to no. be the winner of Dragula. Nobody <laughs> no. is saying that that was an easy road it's been, to go down. It was, it was, yeah, paved with a lot of tears and, and blood and sweat. And, and fuckery. And burnt fingertips and <laughs> spiked through you fingertips. You are a, a little yeah. more committed <laughs> to the craft. <laughs> Than I am. I'll be like, I can buy that. <laughs> I, I'm very fortunate to do that now, but I had to like make some shit that fell apart because I made it. Yeah. Oh, but I had now, to stop like, making I, a wig because I was going to make a safety pin wig. Oh, wow. Out of safety. I had saw it online. And then I got exhausted. And yeah. I also had poked myself one too many times and said, fuck this wig. <laughs> yeah, totally. This was a great idea at the time. Um, but yeah, so my name went from like that very specific kind of sexual innuendo to just being more like uh, the landed inside me, like the masculine within myself. Because mm. I <clears throat> identify as a cisgender female and I feel very feminine, but I also dress on the more androgynous. I wear mostly mm-hmm. men's clothes, but I still like to do my makeup. And, you know, so I have this this yes. androgyny about myself that I've found very comforting. And so I bring a lot of him to, la- about, to land in too, but it's more like the, uh, that Actually, masculine yeah. energy within myself, within the her. You know what? I agree. <laughs> so as you were talking, I was trying to see what how, what about that I see in myself. Uh-huh. And I think I was androgynous to begin with mm-hmm. and needed Vicky to like, I shouldn't say Vicky. I say Vicky Vox because there's like my government name, then there's Vicky, and then there's Vicky Vox. True. <laughs> yes. Vicky Vox. Uh-huh. She was the outlet for like, oh, no, you're going to be a, um, a woman hoe. You're going to go do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, I like, I'm androgynous as fuck. I've been called Miss before I was called Sir. I love it. My life and, and going up to, like, order food and things and, uh-huh. and little concession stands and stuff yeah. as a kid. What, well, hun, what would you like? Yeah. Um, I'm a boy. Because <laughs> I didn't I mean, know if you were that. wearing this outfit, it would make sense why they would be called a Miss. <laughs> My whole life has been like this. I don't, yeah. The thing is, if you don't know... You think I do? Right. I I haven't decided. Yeah, and no, nor should you. I forget that people have genitals. Oh, this yeah. Is a, this is like a real thing for me. I forget. I we've talked about this before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, because I, like, I call everybody girl. Uh-huh. Everybody turns she, but that was because everybody all my life, everything was masculine. And da-da-da. So I would do it just to upset people, and now it just kind of became my affection for everything. Yeah. Is everything is female. Uh-huh. <laughs> everything. Right? Yeah. This microphone is a she. Like, yeah. Great. But then what happened is I forgot what I was saying. 
<laughs> well, we could go off of that because I do uh, work around a lot of she and her pronouns. We're all drag queens. It's a language. It's not, they're not using the pronoun right. as, a, as a gender. They're using them as a term of, of endearment. And this, that, this pencil's a she, this card's a she, this sun, these sunglasses are she. They're not, it's not yes. a gender word I was to actually them talking about this backstage. with Gigi Gorgeous. Like, yeah. You know, it's, this remote. Who put her here? Right, yeah. It's just a, it's a language, it's a vernacular that doesn't have a gender assigned to it. So right. now we have, um, we want to make sure that we're, we're respecting people's pronouns. I remember and, asking you about this yeah. because I, I said, I'm sorry if I'm me calling much, you girl in right. the dressing room while you're landing full backstage, up. Backstage, as a kiki, well, amongst my friends, I have no qualms about whatever language you're using. Yeah. Um, it's I understand that it's not assigned to a gender when it's that in that situation. If you're talking about my drag, if, if you're introducing me to the stage or talking about it my drag, him. it's a he because that's how or him because that is how I'm performing and that, and that's and you're teaching that language to the audience to respect the artistry or the the attempt or even the uh, personal identity because there's a lot of trans men right. out there that Absolutely. take it more more, more sensitive. And now with my As platform, they should, because right. And now with my platform, I feel like I I um, utilize that conversation to make sure that they're they're seen as well. Because mm. I may not identify the trans spectrum, but I have a lot of king friends who do, and yeah. that he pronoun is very important to them. So I see why my representation of the of the community as a whole, I need to fight for the he pronoun when talking about my drag persona or my my artistry. Absolutely. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm talking about the, the artist behind girl. I'm talking about, she's yeah. awesome because I'm talking about the artist behind you. I'm like, when you talk about um, detox or you talk about Alaska, do you refer to he? No, you're always just talking about the sheep. You do because you're a punk bitch and you want to like fuck with them. But in right. general, the whole like- I didn't want to cut you off. I know. <laughs> I'm seeing you, girl. I, was like, I, 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 I know. But like in general, as a world, as a community of drag enthusiasts, they want to like- excuse themselves for calling me she when they're talking about my drag. Right. Because they're talking about the artist behind the drag. But, but also, I think that's also an excuse most of yes. the time. And- Don't use that as an excuse and don't use your bullshit to block when somebody's asking you to be a compassionate human being. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really not okay with me. Yeah. Because this whole conversation, the reason I ever brought it up is because I am firmly in a belief that could change at any minute. But currently, it is what you allow will continue. Oh, yeah. So if you... I'm not, this is not your responsibility. So if you allow this language, this vocabulary to be used in the dressing room, uh-huh. it will spill over. Somebody will witness it mm-hmm. and assume that it is, it is acceptable. Well, I saw this person doing it and I heard it this way. The same way that you like, don't use certain language around small children because right. they will pick it the fuck up. Yeah. Adults do the same shit. True. They didn't learn not to do that. I mean, do we have time <laughs> to talk about the fish thing or? I mean, let's do it because we <clears throat> didn't do it during doing great, but like. Let's really talk about it because people need to hear this. Yeah, because it was a huge topic of conversation. It's, it's, it's been a huge topic of conversation many, many times in the past. It yeah. just didn't get as viral as the Dragula conversation. But I'm glad it got brought up. I mean, Me I stopped using yeah. it. Thank you. I um, stopped using the term fish. Like when I'm really feeling womanly and really feeling my fantasy, I can't mm-hmm. say, oh, she's serving fish tonight. Like I can't, I'm not, I can, but it is kind of not cool to do it. And I'm not just kind of not cool. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Because it comes from the smell uh-huh. of a vagina as a completely derogatory statement. Yeah, it does. Like, oh, that's fishy. It's talking about uh, like uh, unhealthy or, you know. Uh, uh, right. That, that we're already. A situation. A situation. And it's not a term that 
if you don't have that experience that you, you should, should be, be able commenting to on period. claim and take as your own as a compliment. Like that's so crazy to me that it, right. it's, it's like I'm not a, lot of, allowed to use a lot of words from a lot of cultures that they have taken back because they have the right to take that back. I don't yes. use them as respect because it's disrespectful for me to say that. So why all right. these all these queens and all these gay men are using this term saying, oh, it's just, it's, it's part of our vernacular, like, but it comes from this very, very, like very right. demeaning place. And as women, we are always told through commercials and advertisement. All my life, I've seen Summer's Eve commercials. All my Eve. life, I've seen all these period commercials that are showing blue liquid on the pads right. and on the tampons because they can't show period blood. But the show that the commercial cuts to, back to airing, is about zombies and their heads being, on human Blown beings off, having their like, heads ripped off by zombies and you yeah. see all this blood. What's the difference? Because we are supposed to be ashamed of our vaginas. and what, of, Women of weren't allowed on. to be pregnant on TV. We couldn't even say the word period until friends and Monica said it for the first time. Yes. It's crazy. And and the fact that we are made to feel just degraded by it or or it's less than or yeah. we have to be ashamed of it, it comes from that place of you putting us down and using our, our genitalia as a way to keep us down. To suppress, and absolutely. if I've multiple times have turned down most of the time, drunk frat guys type of, type, type of character, and one of the first things they go to is to degrade my pussy. And to talk about my as vagina. An insult, as, as an like, insult. Well, I didn't want your- Well, I don't want your pussy anyway. It probably smell like fish. And right. it's a way that we have been degraded. And I've been degraded before many times. And living in a society that degrades my, my genitalia on a regular basis is watching commercials. I mean, since I have to own up to shit, I have fully said that to like, when somebody goes, oh, what's that smell? Close your legs. Like that right. kind of thing. It's, it's your upper lip. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also like, you're coming from a place where you're saying that would love probably to a friend or right. someone that you trust that that's, Again, they understand that Then language. it comes like once it's heard and then it goes out and if, then it gets right. changed. Yes, yes. So like, we really need to be responsible for the shit totally. we're saying. Yeah, but you also know your, no, read the room and Very know bad. who's around you because there are, there are some of my friends that do use uh, terminology that I can't use, but they're like, it's okay if you call me this word. And I'm like, right. I mean, if there's someone else around, if you want me to use that word for you, I will. There's like, a word that keeps coming up in my life and it's the word fag. And I mm. don't have a problem if people use it uh-huh. because I don't police anyone's language. Mm-hmm. I will police my own. Right. And not yeah. police it. I am aware uh-huh. that certain words yeah. create a certain effect. Yeah. And a certain response and elicit a certain response in others. Mm-hmm. So I don't use it on purpose. Right. Because I've noticed that when I have used it, it wasn't in a pleasant way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when somebody else uses it, I don't care who it is. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say, hey, don't use that. I don't get I I could decide who gets to use it. Uh-huh. But when I have brought it up, I haven't said, hey, you can't use it. Mm-hmm. I just say, I'm not going to tell you to stop using that. But when you use that word, right. this is what happens to me. Mm-hmm. Now, you can decide what you want to do with that. I'm not saying you have to do anything. Right. Because I have no control over you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I totally, yeah. So, like, right. when it, let's get back to the actual topic was we were talking about the fish and how, like, an entire career has been made, an industry mm-hmm. was made that would exclude biological females. And trans and women. trans women. Yeah. And... It's a hugely transphobic term as as well as offensive to the to a side female at birth people. Which kind of cracks me up when it's sometimes the most transy of them all that are using these terms. So you have no idea how self-effacing um, and deprecating this is. Mm-hmm. Like you are have internalized the misogyny mm-hmm. and are now presenting it as a pleasantry. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll let y'all unpack that. And then they double down. <laughs> and then you try to like educate or, or like Hollow said, I'm here to educate. And she really is. And I'm going to use the she pronoun for her, even though she's she's gender mm. neutral. And people try to attack me all the time for using her and she all the time for her. But she's okay with as long as you say it with respect. And speaking in a feminist topic, I'm going to use the she yes, pronoun for her. I think her. that would And she lovely. said, like, I am... I am here to teach. I'm here to just educate. I'm not here to like yell at people, but I'm offended by that word. And this is why. And this is the history of why. And Right. And, and people see people that as a fight. People attack that because that, they're coming from my word now. I can't use that no, word now. Like you never should have been using that word for one. And they're coming for your ignorance. And I've been in rooms with, with the bullies. Out, well, they were out of drag. And someone came up and said, I'm going to keep using the word fish. And I was like, do you, I'm right here and you're going to double down on that. And like, you're you're mad at the bullies for airing that conversation and making it be a conversation that I have to have now. And it's like, you don't actually have to have it. You can just say, oh, okay, I hear you. And I will stop using it because I understand what you're saying. You have to have this conversation. Oh, I'm so sorry that we had this. I'm sorry you're uncomfortable, (laughs) that you're an asshole and I have to deal with it. You're a cisgender (laughs) dude that just, that impersonates women for a living. And you're going to be mad that you can't use a word anymore. It's just, (gasps) and a lot of people, and I got a lot of unfollows when I showed support for Hollow on the social media because she was getting death threats. She was getting really, really bad feedback for just showing our experience you know and it was just unfortunate so I made sure to like show lots of love and every time it gets brought up I'm backstage across the country across the world and I'm talking about it and I say exactly what I say right now and most of the time the people that had no idea to think about that in those perspectives are like oh I never thought about it like that I'm like well you're welcome this this is actually a great way to to wrap all of this up because Mm -hmm. if any of this if anybody's listening to this and you got a little hot under the collar about some of yep. this, that's great. Uh-huh. That means that you're affected. Mm-hmm. And that means that you give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Now, let's channel that give a fuck into why you give a fuck. Yeah. And before you come over here cussing at any of us, ask yourself, what can I do to help this? Or how can I see this differently? If they have a different opinion or perspective, am I capable of entertaining that as a truth. Do that first before you come over here and cuss anybody out because honestly, I don't give a damn about your opinion. But I will listen to your um, experience and perspective of a situation. Yeah. That I can do. But I'm not going to hear your, this bullshit-ass opinion about an opinion. Uh-huh. This is not an opinion. These are our perspectives uh-huh. and our experience. Yeah. Lived, honey. We have lived these experiences. And how a lot of us introduce ourselves at shows. Like, if you're finding anything offensive here, take that stick out of your ass because you don't have right. time to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Very that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you have listened to this all the way through, you're a very good person. Thank you. <laughs> Especially, like, you could have turned off the conversation real quick. A long quick. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. You now and going balls deep <laughs> with Vicky Box and today Land Insider. Ovaries deep. All right. <laughs> it's a habit, girl. I ruined your sign off. <laughs> you did it because okay. I forget that I even have balls, except okay. when I'm on a roller coaster and yes, they go up. That's right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I look back. <laughs>